what it do sports betting nation ace is high here with you we got the live stream going well it's not live but you can watch us on our platform going through what we're talking about tonight i'm here with mr hardways mike and mr real jay-z mr real jay-z you're gonna lead the dance so i'll let mr hardway say his piece before i hand it to you yeah it's good to be back on the microphone guys i missed last week i was out of town Two weeks ago, we were on, and there was the Lions and the Chiefs. Tonight, we've got the 49ers and the Giants, but we're not here to talk about that, are we? Real Jay-Z, what are we here to talk about? We are here to talk about week four, college football, getting into the conference play, really digging in. Uh, that is what we are here to talk about, and we are excited about it here at SVI. Uh, as we'll follow, kind of like we did last week a little bit, email. If you haven't signed up for that, make sure to sign up for that. We'll follow that format a little bit, but we'll also jump into a few other games. Uh, let's talk about the first Pac-12 matchup, the one everyone in the country is talking about. Deion Sanders, Colorado Buffaloes taking on my Oregon Ducks. What do you got there, Aces, over there on the uh, This Week in College Football page? Well, this week in college football, as I said, anyone listening to us on the podcast, you want to check out the video, you want to see this for yourself with your own eyes, you can check it out on YouTube. We'll have a link in the description to get to that YouTube video. But I'm looking at this Oregon-Colorado game right now on this week in college football. I'm seeing all the stuff I want to know before I place my bets here. We got Oregon minus 21 over there on DraftKings, minus 110. Best line, but that's across the market. You're going to get about that line with all the books. Minus nine. 50. This page is showing me for the best line on Caesars. Minus 950. These ducks, they're going to crush them. That's what the market's saying. The Buffaloes, you want to take that flyer. You want to put some money in your pocket. Best line right now, plus 680 over on Fandle. And I know Mr. Hardways, he's a total guy. And he ain't going under. Let me tell you, he bets overs. But on this one, you got to cover 70 if you want to bet that over total. Is that where you're going, Hardways? I mean, how do you not with the way that both of these teams are playing? You take a look at what Oregon did. In week one, it was outstanding. I think they put up, what, how many points did they put up, Jay-Z? 70 or 80, 81, I think they put up. They scored only 38 last or two weeks ago, but then 55 against Hawaii. Colorado, that team is interesting to say the least. I think the, the national media has a lot to say about them, but they can score in bunches. You've got a guy that many people didn't think would be a potential Heisman candidate coming in in Sanders, and he is looking very strong. It wouldn't surprise me if he keeps up this level of play to see him getting into that conversation. He's not there yet, but he could certainly get into that conversation. I heard on the college football rundown, Aces, you and the Madman Woj were talking about this game. He talking, Woj was talking about Xavier Weaver, putting him in a DraftKings lineup. As he was saying, when Travis Hunter is out, which he will be for this game and at least two more games after this because of a lacerated kidney, yikes. Xavier Weaver is the go-to guy. We take a look at this over-under of 70, and while I might not go too heavy on it. You can't go under on this game. Interesting taking. You know what? I'm going to pull back. Actually, something else from the uh, college football rundown that the man man Woj brought up. Oregon <laughs> doesn't want to. <laughs> Oregon likely doesn't want to get in a shootout with the uh, with the Buffaloes because that's really their best chance at winning is them just getting in a shootout going back and forth. So they might try and possess the ball, get that running game going with Bucky Irving. Just the thought. I mean, again. It could easily turn into a shootout, but uh, that is something to consider, and I thought that was a uh, pretty pretty good point that he had there. Well, let's look at that Bucky Irving player props for to score a touchdown then and his, his rushing yardage, because I'm kind of curious about that there. If you think that they're going to try to keep it on the ground, try to keep the ball out of Sanders' hands, control the clock, run the ball, then we want to look at Bucky Irving's 
rush yards there, 83 and a half on FanDuel. They might be that's that's okay, but to score a touchdown, anytime touchdown, he can catch the ball out of the backfield too. So this this I'm guessing he would probably be in the minus two, well, minus three ten line there. That that's a lot for <laughs> total touchdown. Score a touchdown. Not sure I'm going to touch that one, but that 83 and a half rushing yards, that Colorado defense is suspect for sure. That might be a good place to park some money. Minus 310? I mean, who is placing that bet? I'm not saying that Mr. Bucky Irving is not getting the touchdown. The man's going to be getting in that end zone, let me tell you. But still, I'm not going to play 310 to put 100 back for him to score a touchdown. I mean, this is football. Anything could happen. He'd get injured, you know. They could score 70, and he doesn't even get one. You know, there's a lot of receivers, a lot of running backs out there. Bo Nix himself can run the football in the end zone, as we've seen time and time again. But I have to say, we're talking the Ducks. I made my piece over there in the college football rundown. Anybody that wants to listen to our episode this week, we went into it pretty deep. But I have to heed to the real Jay-Z, the man that watches the Ducks week in and week out. I haven't heard a pick out of him other than the fact that the Ducks might try to slow down things. So I, I'm. are you saying under on this one, Mr. Jay-Z? You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna avoid this game and just enjoy it. I, I mean, I'm I'm hoping for a Ducks blowout, but I I could see this one going back and forth a little. I wouldn't be surprised if the Ducks win it by a couple touchdowns. But again, this Colorado team, I'm real curious to see how this game plays out when they play against. I know they beat TCU in the first game in that wild shootout, but I'm curious to see as they get into conference play and start playing, you know, real competition week in week out, what uh, what they look like. Are you saying Nebraska and Colorado State are not real competition? <laughs> Oh, there's shots to the bow. There's shots to the bow. Hey, let's not get in a fight, guys. We're still in the first game. Let's take it easy here. Everybody, let's be moving lovely. on. Moving on, moving on. Yeah. Well, moving I do want to put a ball on this real quick. You might remember, Aces, I brought it up in our Discord a couple weeks ago when Michigan played UNLV, and it, it was just an absurd line. Blake Quorum, anytime touchdown score on FanDuel. You remember the line? It was minus 1,600. For him to score a touchdown. That is absurd. I've never seen a line like that in my entire life. Yeah, that that's something incredible. And I'm gonna as we're I know people can't see this that are listening to our podcast via Zav voice only, but I'm gonna pull up Blake Corum real quick here because Mr. Harwood was just talking about his touchdown total. Let's see what we got here on our page. And this is how quick I'm already getting to that total touchdowns. I'm gonna filter it. Over a half touchdown, minus 600. So, that I mean, that's much better than you were talking. What was the number you quoted, Mr. Hardways? Minus 1,600. Minus 1,600. So, you're a 1,000 better here. You're a 1,000 better at this minus 600 to go on a touchdown this week for Mr. Blake Corum. But, again, anybody that's watching this video, that's how quickly with our platform I got to that information right now. And we're still waiting for a lot of books. It's only Thursday, so a lot of books don't have their lines out for these player props yet. FanDuel just happens to have it. So that's the information we're going off of here. Yeah. Where are we going next, Jay-Z? This is, this is, uh, we got to get off of this before we start trading blows over under here. (laughs) Uh, All right. Just want to slide over again, looking at our Pac-12 matchups here. Quick look at UCLA going to Utah. Uh, This one, even just yesterday, was at four and a half for the Utes. Uh, It's moved up to six, so trending that way. Um, Probably settle in there. I'm guessing it's not going to break that seven point, but but just a quick note there at that number. Um, Also, total still sitting at 52.5. We'll see. Um, Big question here is can that Utah defense, that again is good year in and year out, slow down this Utah team that is averaging, what do they got, 
with Chip Kelly's offense, 31 points per game. Um, any thoughts on uh, this game quickly before we move on? I, I got another one I want to jump into, but any quick thoughts? Well, the big question, I think, in addition to the Utah defense trying to stifle the UCLA offense, is, is Cameron Rising playing in this game? And if he does, what does that mean for the line on this? Right now it's minus six. I'm just pulling it up on our our uh, This Week in College Football page. So minus six. Now let's go, scroll down here and find the, the minus, let's see here, minus 220 looks like for Utah over on points bet. What does that mean if, if he is playing? Now, he hasn't played for three weeks straight. They say he's close. Every week they say he's close. Jay-Z, have you you got any inside information on that? Yeah, I saw an update from Kyle Whittingham the other day. He uh, he said he looked good at practice, so we've, we've got that to go off of. Aces, maybe you can pull up the line movement on this one on the on the on the Utah line here. I'd be curious to see how it's moved if it's changed as he's had a good week of practice, quote unquote, and we'll see if that has if the line has moved on that at all. Because I, I don't actually know where this one opened up. Yeah, let's go off of uh, Bet Rivers here. Just a random flip here. You can get any of these books and check out the line movement on them specifically. Utah's at minus two thirty-five right now on Bet Rivers. Looks like they opened minus two hundred. On Bet River. So, you know, people coming in with some money on Utah, that's for sure. Let's check out a bigger mover. We might have a bigger mover in Bet MGM. Just taking a random guess here. Now, minus 210 to the minus 225 on the market. Now, let's check out the best line, that minus 220 number on points bet you quoted. A little bit of movement, not much. For those of you that can't see, aren't watching the video, just listening right now, it opened minus 215 on points bet. Actually, got. A little bit of money on UCLA there. Got a little better number, minus 205 on Utah. But then it flattened back out, and we're at that minus 220 best line right now. Hmm. No crap. Well, it probably has something to do with money coming in, practice reports, this, that, and the other thing. But I would guess even if Cameron Rising is ruled in, it's not going to move much beyond that, maybe in that 245 to 250 range for some of those books. But, yeah, so I don't really have an opinion on this game. I usually watch a lot of Pac-12 football. I haven't caught much of UCLA or Utah this year. I'm going to have to defer to you, Jay-Z, on what you think about this game. Yeah, I think it'll just be interesting to see if Cam Rising gets out there again. He's been It's been the same status since week one, which has to mean he's been close. They didn't want to put him out there versus Florida. The last two games didn't matter too much, so it makes sense. They're probably getting him ready to come here, so... I, I'm looking to see him play. I, I like Utah. I mean, this UCLA and their quarterback, uh, DJ is DJ Moore. Uh, looking good, young guy. Um, fits right into the Chip Kelly system. So, I mean, they have some explosive play. Um, this is another one, though, might stay away from again. This week, I, I really look at learning a lot about teams and what we can use to bet going forward. Um, again, it, it's hard to judge out some of these teams. Again, I didn't, didn't mean to throw too many into the bus during that first one. But again, these first three weeks, we're not getting full opponents. It, uh, it's sometimes hard to judge talent, but let's, let's move on here. Um, another one that we are excited about here is the Oregon state Beavers taking on the Washington state Cougars. This one's coming six o'clock central on Fox uh, total big, big one. I'm focusing on here. Um, as we quoted again, a couple days ago, line was sitting at 56 and then bounced back up to 50. It's at 59 after a couple days. Again, two high-scoring teams. Uh, what are they at here? Let's see. Beavers averaging 34 a game. Cougars averaging 40. Uh, those two numbers add up to quite a bit more than that 60 it's sitting at. Should be a lot of offense here. What uh, What's your take here, Story? 
Yeah, I don't know how this game doesn't go over. DJ Ulele had a slow start in week one, but he has certainly looked like the promising quarterback that he was recruited to Clemson to be. And Cameron Ward is just playing on another level this year. We knew he was a good quarterback when he transferred into Washington State. He had flashes last year. This year he looks great. They can sling the ball. Now they are going to miss DT Sheffield. He did transfer out of the program. I'm not sure if he transferred, if he left the program, but he's gone. But they still got Victor there. And this Washington State offense certainly spreads the ball around. So there's no shortage of playmakers there. And then you've got Damian Martinez. That guy can pop off for 150 yards. And the interesting thing about him is though, they when they get on, around the goal line, they tend to pull him out and they have different packages for different guys. But that said, they get around the goal line a lot. So I don't know how it doesn't soar. I thought this was going to open at 63. I don't know how it doesn't soar over, even though it's been bad up from 56 to 58, 58 and a half in some places. I don't know how this one doesn't go over. Dan, looking at the game breakdown page here, I was going through this. What I'm doing here, anybody that's watching, I'm I'm going through my normal workflow and how I go about these things. So these guys right here, these two chums, let me tell you, they're talking about taking over in this game, and I don't disagree. That's where I would go with my money in this one. I'm not taking a side. I think one team can pull away which team it is. I don't know. But what I'm going to do to reinforce that over bet is I'm going to look at this time of possession stat here, right? We have it for you. 814 for Washington State, for the Cougs, you want to go over to the Beavers, they're at 731. So these are teams that have been beating their opponents, yet they don't have that great a time of possession. That means they're scoring fast. You can kind of deduce that from what we've talked about so far. So there is another aspect of you're looking at the over, you're thinking, ah, maybe do I bet it? You go over to that time of possession, knowing that these two teams are winning their football games. Had they not been winning their football games, it's a completely different story. But knowing that they're winning their football games, you can see by time of possession, they're scoring fast. Another factor, hey, maybe you look at that over. You know, I also think that third down efficiency speaks volumes here, and that's kind of changing my way of thinking. I didn't realize how efficient Washington State is versus Oregon State. That 62% third down efficiency is very good for Washington State, under 50% for Oregon State. That tells me that Washington State has plays they can make on third down, and they're keeping drives alive. That's why their time of possession is longer they are scoring quickly but they are getting the ball out there on third down so that one right there what's the spread in this game aces can you scroll down and take let's take a look at it right here yeah three and a half yeah that one is kind of speaking to me there i have to look a little more at the advanced stats to, before i make a decision but gun to my head right now i think i would take washington state in the three and a half get that hook yeah, you're paying a That's little great. bit for it. So I'm at minus 137, but that definitely is the best line right now. That is great. Love love that different perspective there. He's always breaking down the stats again. Sometimes uh as we're talking, don't run through all that, but that's that's awesome that you show exactly what we've got there. And there's so many different ways you can take a look at a game and um figure out your angle. All right, I think that's enough for uh, the Conference of Champions for a little bit here. Let's take a shift over to something that you might be a little more comfortable with, Aces. The Big Ten. Big Ten, we've got your Iowa Hawkeyes taking on Penn State this week. You teased us on Monday that you're going to have something to say about this one. What What do you have for us here? Iowa yeah, by got, 40? I, God damn it. Like, can, <laughs> you, can you let me say my piece, good sir? Yes, except for you're wrong a little bit. Penn State is a very good football team, so I'm not going to put them by 40, you know, 38 in this one. But Iowa is – in. joking aside, joking aside, Iowa's a very good football team. This 14-and-a-half is a huge number because it wasn't 14-and-a-half earlier in the week, was it? It was 14. We're talking about 
a vastly different spread right now. And that 14 and a half for anyone that can't see it, that is over on FanDuel. It's the best line for the Hawkeyes. You want Penn State. You probably want minus 15 on Caesars. Well, if you want to buy it down, you could probably get better than minus 110. But minus 15 on Caesars right now. You want them to win the game straight up. DraftKings minus 650. And then here it is. Here's the one plus 500 Iowa to go into Penn State to go into that crazy atmosphere, take down those Nittany Lions plus 500 best line on Bet Rivers. There it is for you. Over under 40. <laughs> oh my goodness, <laughs> Mr. Hardways. Come on now. This isn't over, right? Over on Iowa. Well, what, what do they call it? The drive for 325 at 40. The way that what Iowa's been doing, I don't know. I'm surprised the spread is 14 and a half, to be honest. I, I don't, I haven't watched Penn State play much. I know Franklin's a good coach. coach. I'm not really sure why they haven't been on TV too much. I've watched plenty of Iowa, but I don't, I don't know. This 40 number is, is Penn State. Can you, I'd like to see some advanced heads. I'd like to know what their points, points per game are and everything like that. That, I mean, at 40, that is just mind bogglingly low for Penn State, I believe. Advanced drives point for point for I don't know. Jay Z, what, what do you think here? You probably a little more in tune with the Penn State program than I am here. I'm just going to go through this <laughs> as we talk. You know me. Um, no, but I think, yeah, if, uh, if Ace, if you can scroll up a little bit, I think near the top we had Penn State at 48 points a game. I had a massive 28. That'll likely drop as the season goes on. But I think the bigger one to look at is the opponent score. What are they giving up there? 11 points, 12 points. They're not giving up points. And again, we talk about what these stats mean, these first three games. But then once we get into this conference play, they're playing for wins. They're not playing for blowouts. This game's going to slow down. It's going to be a lot of running. I think, uh, oh, I can't think of the name of the running back at Penn State now. Someone help me out. Katron Allen? They got four of them. Which one are you talking about? (laughs) I guess good good point. It's more again as in tuned as I am. They've they've been running the ball. There's the point. Maybe they don't have a guy, but they've been running the ball. Nick Singleton, maybe is that who you're talking about? Yes, I've been hearing things about him. Yeah, but they're running the ball again. That's been split, obviously, with some blowout wins. But um, yeah, they're running the ball. Iowa always slows it down. I mean, other than last week when they tried to run up the score. Um, but yeah, this is going to be a slow, low scoring game. 40, 40 seems awfully high. It does, but you look at that Penn State schedule, and there's one there's one number that really inflating inflating that points per game, and that's when they drop 63 on Delaware. If you scroll the schedules, aces, we can see that they're just a little bit down. Yeah, look at that 63 on Delaware versus 38 against West Virginia, 30 against Illinois. So there's a bit of an outlier there. Like you said, Jay Z, how much can you really take away from a an opponent such as Delaware when it's a non conference game? I'm staying away. Uh, I will let you guys put your money where where it is, but I don't know enough about these teams to make an informed decision on this one. I'm just going to enjoy it for the Big Ten great running game defense before I fall asleep five minutes into the first quarter. Ah, you love you love that Big Ten slow moving, low scoring football. I know that. Let let's yeah, let's move it along. How about <laughs> next? Let's get let's get a little action. Let's get a little juiced up here. All right, yeah. Let's let's move into the big one this week. We've got Ohio State number, ooh, I scrolled away. Number six, Ohio State taking on the Notre Dame, number nine, fighting Irish. Uh, What do we got here? Let's see what we've got. I believe this is at three, four, four and a half, three, kind of depending on the book. I know Aces, you've been hitting on this this week. It hasn't quite settled 
at any book and you really need to shop around for looking for the best line there. This definitely have a little more scoring in it. What's the total sitting at 56 and a half. Uh, so yeah, here's some more scoring action, more exciting game. What, what's your, what's your take here, Hardways? I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I, I don't know where my money's going on this one. I'm leaning Notre Dame. I really like Sam Hartman. I liked him quite a bit at Wake Forest. He's what is he? The all, ACC all-time leader in touchdown passes or something like that. They finally, Notre Dame finally has a quarterback. They've got a great running back in estimate big in Ohio state looks off. I mean, I know that they certainly look better last game. looked like they definitely found their stride against Western Kentucky. It's Western Kentucky. Let's not go crazy here, but you know, against Indiana, they struggle. Now that Indiana always gives them problems. Youngstown state, they struggle until the second half there. Notre Dame, 42 to three, 56 to three, 45, 24, 41, 17. The team looks good. They can score. They can run the ball. They can pass. Sam Hartman's a bit of a mobile quarterback. I kind of like, Let's see, the fact that you're getting points with Notre Dame, I know it's not a Power 5 conference team, but it's still Notre Dame. I'm liking Notre Dame. I like them on the money line. Aces, if you could pull up, let's see what the best line is. Where where am I going to get my most, most bang for my buck on the money line? That's over at Bat Rivers at plus 133. That's where I'm going. Notre Dame spread and money line. Well, this one I'm going to have to go with. The, I said it on the rundown. I'll say it here, too. I'm going to go with the team that's getting points. These are very evenly matched teams. Notre Dame being at home with that logic makes the decision very easy in my mind. Again, this this is a 50-50 game in my opinion, but you're going to get points. You're going to get four and a half points for that matter if you want to pay up a little bit on Bet Rivers. You know, I just think you take the Irish in this one, but the real Jay-Z made a great point, and I did hit it up when I spoke on the rundown about you got to watch your books, especially with this game. What I'm going to do is I'm going to head over to the sportsbettingintel.com game boards, on the top here, I'll scroll up to the top real quick and show you. You can put it to the American odds, implied probabilities, or what I did here, you can put it to your bet size. And I put it to $200 as the bet size. I'm going to go down and look at that Ohio State-Notre Dame game. If you're betting Notre Dame right here, just by betting the best line, which is Bet Rivers right now on the money line, on that $200 bet, you're getting 266 back in your pocket. I know DraftKings is always the quoted you know, sports book when people talk. If you put it over there on DraftKings for comparison, anyone that can't see it and is just listening to us right now, you're getting $248 only. I mean, that, that's that's quite a significant amount of money extra just for picking the right book. That's essentially your sportsbettingintel.com subscriber fee right there <laughs> in one game for putting the money on the right book for the team that you're betting. So that is why I emphasize specifically in this game, make sure you're looking for the right book. Yeah, that's that's a great point. And this is exactly why we're doing this is to showcase basically the way that we go about looking at games, making decisions on sports betting, using the intelligence and the analytics and everything that we do to make our decisions, but also showcasing the tools so that our subscribers can get the most bang for their buck. In this case, man, if you're DraftKings versus Notre Dame betting $100 or DraftKings versus Bet Rivers betting $100, the fact that you can get is $18 difference right there? Bam. I mean, that's just one game, and you, we've got tons of games. I don't think we asked Jay-Z what your thoughts are on this game, though. Uh, that what, just a quick uh, correction there. That is on a $200 bet size oh, there. Thank you. But but no, this is the perfect example. Of, again, you don't need all five books, six books. You don't need them all, but even if you have two, three, just have the option. Take your bankroll, split it between two books, and again, just go back and forth between those two, and you can see just between each again – None of them are the same. I mean, on this that we're looking at, I mean, FanDuel and Caesars are here. 
but again, it's similar, similar, but you're always going to have a better option out there and you got to take advantage of it. Um, as far as the game goes, honestly, I didn't watch Ohio state's couple, um, blowout wins, but I did watch the entirety of that Indiana game. And I mean, they didn't look good. I'm sure they've McCord has looked better, obviously at quarterback against Youngstown and Western Michigan. Um, so again, a little bit of that practice in there looks better, but Notre Dame has just looked solid again. It hasn't been against the strongest opponents as we keep hammering on these first few weeks, but they've looked good and have the offense. I mean, can Ohio state keep up with them with the offense they have this year? They obviously have the playmakers at wide receivers every year. They've got the dual running backs. Um, but no, I, I think I just jump on with what Ace has said on the, Take the points. This game could go either way, but uh, I do like Hartman. He's been playing well and looking looking great. I, I like Notre Dame to win this one. Okay. We're all in agreement then. Yeah, so make sure you do not take Notre Dame in this <laughs> okay. You will lose your money. And then for fun here, I pulled up. I know people like $1,000. That's, that's a lot to bet. But no, there, there are people that listen to this program that – Bet a dime on games. Let me tell you, the difference is $90 from best book to worst book. Worst book, $90 just for picking the right book. You got to love it. You got to love these tools. Absolutely. Um, you know, as far as games go, I think that's all I had. I don't know if you guys want to jump into anything else or one thing that we did touch on briefly at the start, but I don't know if there's any other player player props uh, you guys wanted to jump in and look at. Um, what, what, what thoughts do you guys have or what else you want to touch on? Well, I mean, let's we got a game tomorrow night, right? We've got Wisconsin and is it Purdue, I believe, tomorrow night. Let's see what if we got any top player props. Oh, you're already on that page. Excellent. Nice job there, Aces. Yeah. Let's look at because I know that you were talking on the rundown about Tanner Mordecai and how great of a quarterback he is. He's an all American, et cetera, et cetera. So what are you what are your thoughts here on this game tomorrow night from a props perspective? Well, if you're speaking to me, you're thinking of Mr. Graham Mertz. And I understand your logic. You're Graham thinking Mertz, of the Wisconsin quarterback last year. Well, if we want to look at Graham Mertz, we got to head over to Florida. And Florida is not playing tomorrow, but Wisconsin is. You mentioned Mordecai. I don't know. I'm looking through these numbers and they got, you see how many props we got? You see how easy it is to compare? I mean, God, I love this. I absolutely love this. Look at this rushing yard. Mordecai, I don't know. I don't know that he's going to get rushing yards. That's probably not where I put, put my bet. It's a quarterback. Passing yards is probably where it's at. Bet Rivers, we got a bunch of alternate lines. The main line looks to be around 233 and a half, maybe 230. So that 230 to 235 mark. Does Mordecai go over that? I don't know. I wish we had the madman Woj on here. He would have a strong opinion on this. Let me tell you, I'm not seeing anything that jumps out at me, really. Maybe total touchdowns get over one. And he's got to run it in because that does not include passing touchdowns if you're looking at total touchdowns. So that plus 170 number. I mean, are you guys seeing anything as I'm scrolling through here? Interceptions? You guys going to jump on those interceptions? Uh, don't, don't remind uh, me. That's 234. Yeah, that's not bad. No, actually, you know what? I will remind you. <laughs> I forgot what we talked about last week. And now thank you for reminding me to remind you because I believe your daily, your actually year-long fantasy god threw an interception, put a little coin in our pocket because BYU got that pick. Nope. Absolutely. He's, he's still in a solid fantasy performance, but you were spot on. That pick was coming. And I mean, again, that you hit, well, the eight and a half, clearly BYU covered one outright. So all the credit to you on that one. And uh, yeah, there you go. I love fading KJ Jefferson. Not only that, you could put a little money in your pocket doing it. Cause if it, you hadn't listened last week, the real Jay-Z and I went through a line over a half. It was actually plus money. I believe plus one Oh six was the best line at the time. 
it was plus money for him to throw an interception, essentially over a half interception. The real Jay-Z has him on his season-long fantasy team. So there was a little bit of disagreement. I'm going to put this one in my pocket as a win. Mr. Hardways, are you seeing anything here? Should we go to a different player maybe? Yeah, let's go, let's go to Jordan Travis. Let's pop over to the AAC. I do like that Florida State team. I'm I'm a fan of what Jordan Travis brings to the game. Let's see if there's anything that strikes us here. Now he's sitting at it looks like two. Let's see if I, I'm gonna pull him up here on my screen as well and see what that main line looks like. 243 and a half. That Bet Rivers has a ton of vaults, as you had said there. So 243 and a half at FanDuel, 246 at Caesars, 246 at DraftKings. So if you're betting 247 at Bet Rivers. So if you're betting at FanDuel is the place that you do want to get it. If you're betting the over. On that, if you're betting the under, then definitely bet Rivers. You get that six extra yard cushion down there. And then it's see here total touchdowns. He is a bit of a mobile quarterback, too. So plus 130 for him to score a that would be either a rushing or receiving touchdowns. It's important to remember when it comes to touchdowns, you've got total touchdowns, which are either it's the it's the ball, it's a it's the player to carry the ball across the goal line or receive the ball in the goal line. So that would be either a receiving touchdown or a rushing touchdown. You have to be careful with that with quarterbacks because they have their own stat line for passing touchdowns. So a lot of times we'll have people that want to bet total touchdowns and they'll bet a touchdown or throw a touchdown. That's not the way books are. So if you're looking for passing touchdowns, you look, you got to look for passing touchdowns there. And total touchdowns would be rushing or receiving. So just passing touchdowns. Let's scroll back up here over one and a half minus 200 minus 204. So it's right in that 204. 265 at three touchdowns under two. That's interesting there. Yeah, Jordan Travis, I like that over. I'm not going to pay the juice on that. I might I might look at that plus 130 on him to score a rushing. It would be generally rushing touchdown, 132 on, on Bet Rivers. So, yeah, I like that. I like Jordan Travis. I'm going to look into his props more. The, that, that Florida State team I do think can compete, continue to compete this year. And they're playing Clemson. Clemson looks good as well. They did turn it on. They're two and one this year. Florida State's the favorite in that. They are on the road. So I, I do expect them scoring. So I'm going to be looking into Jordan Travis's props there. Any thoughts on that, Jay-Z? Uh, no, don't. You know, I guess the takeaway I had, because I did watch a chunk of that game last week versus Boston College. And you know what I was impressed by? That Boston College quarterback and you know, I don't have it in front of me, and I'm not going to butcher it. Castellones. There you Castellanos. go. Some, something. There you go. You know, he looked really good. Um, speaking of the man, man, Woj, I think he was a good uh, good pickup that uh, I noticed in our uh, daily fantasy. But Boston College looked good. I mean, they're playing uh, Louisville this week, who had a close one against Indiana last week. Otherwise, they've been oh, hey, Georgia Tech. But I think that's an interesting game. Boston College getting 14 and a half. They look good. They might let down after that tough loss last week again in a game they probably shouldn't have been in. Um, but no, that was an interesting look, and that was my takeaway from the uh, Florida State game last week was uh, Boston College. They were they were more impressive than I than I would have thought. Yeah, and he had almost 100 yards rushing. He had 300 yards passing. It was a good day for him. It's definitely a guy that I'll be keeping an eye on going forward before we close it out we do have to remind people that usc is playing again they had last week off they had a bye they believe they're back this week i don't remember who their opponent is off the top of my head it's a late night game though it's, it's either arizona or, it's, there you go arizona state arizona state yeah, yeah so a huge spread that might be the biggest spread on the week here i'm not yeah. sure 
about yeah, that. and we pointed that out in the email. It actually moved up again, 32 to 34, I guess. What is it at currently there? Yeah, 34 and a half. It's moving that way. I don't <laughs> – that's tough to see a little bit for uh, any Arizona State fans that it's moving that far up again. Once you crack 30, kind of what's the difference? But apparently there is a difference, and the books are concerned there's too much on 32 already. Yeah, uh, 35 and a half there it looks like in some places. Yeah, yeah that, so that – it's no surprise, right? Caleb Williams looks like the Heisman candidate, the Heisman favorite that he's been purported to be. And Arizona State, while they showed a little flash here early in the season, there's just that rotating door, rotating carousel at, at quarterback, plus the issues that they've had outside of the program. It's difficult to – now, I'm not betting USC. I'm not taking them minus 35 and a half. But would it surprise me if they win by 45? Not at all. Right, and we just went through with that minus 35 and a half line was – the correct line. But now, hey, if you're looking at our tools, you can get that USC team minus 34 and a half. You say, what's the difference due to one point? Well, here, you're not paying any different money. It's minus 110 on both of those. So just for going for Caesars, going to Caesars, you're getting, you know, one point back in your pocket. And while we were going through all this, real Jay-Z, I want to point this out to you because I'm over here on my <laughs> demo browser. So it's not my favorites. I want to make sure the world knows this. This is the real Jay-Z's favorites right here. Not aces. Please don't judge me. Please don't tweet at me. These are from us going through our episodes. And look at this. Caleb Williams, Jaden Daniels, KJ Jefferson. That's a lot of you, well, right well, you know, you know what the takeaway. I was actually looking that on my end as well. You know who KJ Jefferson and Jaden Daniels are playing this week? Each other. Oh, there you go. Plus one. Yes. Yeah, so, and, and well, you lost out. Yeah. KJ is over over a half on interceptions, minus 160. They learned. They listened to you. They know he's throwing picks. You like Jaden Daniels to throw a pick this week, plus 136 over on Caesars. So you can bet against both of my fan fantasy quarterbacks <laughs> if you'd like. Now let's hope for a high score. Wait, are we playing each other this week in fantasy or no? Oh, that's a good question. No, I I've, no. Got, the, okay. uh, I've got the former champ. Okay, good. Then let's hope for a high-scoring game in that LSU Arkansas match. <laughs> you know, I was looking at that Caleb Williams line of 287 and a half. I thought, man, that's got to be the highest of the of the week there. And then I just went over to our player props page, and I typed in passing yards over. It's not even close to the highest of the week. Michael Penix, 33, I'm sorry, 350 and a half at minus 117 at Caesars over. That is just absurd. That is an absurd Line there, yeah, it's sort by passing yards over, and then Shador Sanders at 335 and a half, Hudson Card at 324 and a half, and Bo Nix there, no surprise, 316 and a half. So, I, I would guess that the thought is Caleb Williams is not going to have to throw for 300 yards just because of the competition, but yeah, Michael Penix, 350 and a half, no thank you. I think I'm just gonna stay far away from that passing yards over prop myself. Not saying I'm going to bet it, but another thing to think about, they're taking on Cal, who generally just doesn't give up a lot of points. Not to say Penix is going to light them up, but they are a team that usually does keep games a little lower scoring. They don't move the ball as quickly on offense. So just just a thought there. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I think that's it for me. That's all I wanted to touch on tonight. This is uh, This has been great to get back in the saddle with you guys. We have five games tomorrow. I think I mentioned it on the podcast earlier in the week, and then a great slate here coming up on saturday and then we're very very close guys we're very close to tuesday night action which you know me (laughs) getting there so let's uh let's get it let's let's make some bread this weekend yeah anything else you guys want to leave the people with 
No, I, I got everything here. What, what about you, Aces? No, sir. Let's go Hawkeyes. I hope people make their money on that Hawkeyes money line bet. I know all our listeners are going to be hammering. We're all going to be happy for Iowa come Monday. Hey, guys, make sure you use our tools. If you have any questions, you know, we're always here to answer them. Hit us up at info at sportsbettingintel.com or check out our Discord. I should have pulled it up here tonight. I didn't. Maybe next week we'll pull it up here, see what's going on, see what the talk's about. But a lot of ways to contact us, a lot of ways to get involved in the sports betting world. Give yourself a little bit of an edge. Yeah, if you want to join that Discord, it's free. You can either drop us a line by email or any of our social media accounts. We're on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. One other one off the top of my head. I can't remember what it is. But we're on socials. the socials. Just look for Sports Betting Intel, SB Intel. But also, you can comment here on the video if you have any questions or want to join the Discord. It is free, and we talk all things sports betting there. I'm going to wrap it up. Jay-Z, I'm taking over back over the hosting duty. So as we say over here at SBI, you don't always have to bet, but when you do, wager wisely. Wager wisely.